What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Running and Gunning Podcast. We appreciate you all tuning in today with your hosts, Justin Sinan and Logan Sanburn. We've been uh, goofing off a little bit, uh, just trying to get into this one, but I've uh, been having some fun lately. Logan, what you been doing, man? I have, I've been out once, but doing a lot of working, um, working on other stuff, and like we talked about last episode, spending some family time, um, trying to pri- prioritize you know, my life and what I'm getting into. Um, but I managed to make time to get out. Um, was it uh, a couple of days ago and deer cast said it was going to be pretty good. We, we got a little cold front that moved in, uh, for a couple of days. It's about to heat back up, but you know, I mean, it dropped down at, at night. It's been in the thirties the last couple of nights it's been pretty pretty nice to be honest i i yeah. dig it um you know it's i like the colder weather and it's been a lot of i've heard a lot of complaints about it but i'm like man this i know that these know. deer are on their feet and i just want to be in the woods I can't so stand bad it. <laughs> yeah it's spot on i feel the same way some of my buddies are like oh man it's so cold my hands were freezing packing up my sticks last night and i'm like are you freaking kidding me dude like it isn't yeah. even 40 degrees out like get the yeah. hell out of here he's like man i can't deal with this cold weather i'm like it's not cold yet like i was in a t-shirt yesterday like what he's like no you weren't i said well you know whatever i guess i'm a northerner to all you to everybody that's not from kentucky uh i'm, I'm a northerner even though i'm like you know a slightly north on the east coast so I don't know. I always got a kick out of that. That's what I always got called from everybody around here. But I've been enjoying the weather too, man. I was able to get out. Um, I got Monday, Monday morning. I went out because that was like the first uh, of the cold front. Um, had a good sit. Um, got to see four bucks, which was really strange to me. Um, I had a flock of turkeys come in. And wait, you're, te- you're telling them. me that bucks were on their feet during daylight? They were on their feet during daylight in the October lull. Can you believe that? No, I can't. Write that down. <laughs> I wanted to Sorry jump to on that when you said uh, the deer. No, it's fine. When you said about the deer cast, I was like, oh, you you mean the juries? Like, you're you're supporting them? You know, yeah. you know well, they were the ones that invented the lull, right? I know. But I technically got it for free because I have a Bass Pro Shops card, so... Just a little plug. That's gotta, cool. Yeah. They sent me like a code and I got a year for free. That's awesome. Yeah. I so, think they got a free membership or am I wrong? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't it think It used so. to be free. Now it's not. Yeah. I, yeah. That's actually, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm guilty as charged too. I have the cheap membership. I think they charged <laughs> me for it and I didn't even know it. And I'm like, sons of bitches got me for my $21. I think that's what it was, but. The the premiums are like 50 bucks now. And I'm like, good Lord, man, you are. No wonder you can afford all them big muddy blinds. (laughs) Yeah, I will. I will not be uh, re-upping my subscription when it expires. But I like it because it's um, just a good place, like an all-in-one place. So instead of having to go to like three or four different apps to find like the wind, the moon phase, like sun up sunset times and like different stuff like that um yeah it's kind of all in one place so i don't yeah like 
I give it a little bit of, I guess, weight as far as because it, it has like it tells you, you know, today is OK or today is good or today is great as far as like deer movement and stuff like that and what times it's going to be at. But I mean, again, like you said, it's <laughs> you kind of just take be it real with a grain of salt. Yeah, it doesn't mean shit because I killed a great deer on a day that it said bad. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, and we all, you know, what's so funny to me. We all know when it's a great day to hunt. Like if it's yeah. like a huge temperature drop, it's like, thank you. I really needed somebody to tell me to go hunting today. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, if right. you got the time, then just go hunt. Cause you never know what's going to happen. I mean, when I was, what I was talking about before you rudely interrupted me, um, is <laughs> it was weird. I was looking at these turkeys and all of a sudden I see a buck behind all these turkeys running. And I'm like, that's kind of odd. It's like probably eight 30 in the morning, maybe nine. And, um, then I look behind them and like, there's three other, and they're all like good eight point bucks. I was like, damn, like that's weird to see Wait, that many you, bucks together right now. You were hunting in the morning in October. Can you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you saw, and I saw deer bucks, <laughs> even crazy not just deer, deer, right? Not just deer bucks on their feet. That's right. And four of them. And they were good bucks. That's awesome. They, they weren't all giants. I'm not going to lie, but they were good deer. They were solid two to three year old bucks, maybe a four year old in there. Anyway, that really didn't work <laughs> out. Didn't see anything after that. Um, check some cameras, got some, got some action. You know, the scrapes are going nuts right now. If you guys have any scrapes on your farms uh, or private or public, wherever you're hunting at, they're getting hammered. <clears throat> a lot of my friends are killing deer. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's a great time of the year, man. I feel like the past week has been an awesome week to be out. Um, we hope you guys are all having good luck out there and having fun. Um, me and Logan will eventually, well, you know, we'll have something happen. I, I, we We've been... We've both been like coaching each other along. I feel like Logan's my therapist sometimes where I just <laughs> call him for sanity. Cause I'm just like, man, I can't seem to see a, a, a stud anywhere, but it's just time, that time of the year. Sometimes, you know, it's a good time. It's a bad time. It just depends on where you're at. Yeah. I mean, but, just, it's like we were talking earlier. I mean, it's October 20th already. And, but at the same time, I mean, it's October 20th. Like the best time is upon us. Um, yeah. It's, Amen. it's like the next two weeks. If you've got a buck on camera that you're after, like it's the time to go after them because before they start to, you know, really rut up and right. start expanding that zone, like, but they're going to be on their feet. So to go along with what you were saying with the scrapes and stuff, I mean, Right now is the time to get out and scout. Like, go find that hot sign. Go find that stuff that was literally made last night, yesterday, like, or even, you know, a couple hours ago if you're sitting in the evening. Like, just go find that and sit it. Right, and that's the best thing, I think. If you actually are able to go out in the mornings, go hunt the mornings because then you're, you know, you're near where you want to be at and go scout if you're not seeing what you need to be seeing like go scout it i mean i think this is really in my opinion the time to get super aggressive and dive into those areas that maybe you've been avoiding because in my opinion i think that 
some of these bucks are tending does in the real thick areas in the woods. Um, that's, that's just my perspective. Um, you don't seem to see, I seem to see a ton of two and three year old, like good bucks, you know, on camera right now. But I think a lot of these bigger deer are farther deeper in the woods. And <clears throat> a lot of the cameras I've got right now are like on field edges, on transitions. Some of them are deeper in the woods, but I just don't think they're far enough back where they really should be at. And that's my guess. That's my approach for this week. Um, I'm going to be diving in a little bit deeper and throwing some sits and throwing some long sits if I can. If we get another another cold front, I think if it's near a full moon, I'm going to go in a little bit later and then just hunt all day. And I think right now can be one of those dynamite times for you to get that midday movement. Um, they're just not going to be expecting it. And if you're in the in the thick areas, they're going to be moving. Um, just my two cents, you know. I'm not an expert, but that's that's what I seem to to think is what actually is going on right now because you're not seeing them in the other places. So, yeah, and I we mean, know they're there. So for me, I mean, we've discussed this at length uh, between ourselves, but as far as like our plans for what we're going to do what I'm going to do. I don't, I honestly like to be completely honest, I have one camera in the woods right now. One that I haven't checked since I think mid September. Um, and so I'm really kind of relying on that real time data. So walking through the woods, finding what I want to find and getting up in a tree um and it's it, it goes along with that whole like time management thing because i got out super late when i went out this week and i had picked a spot and i got to that spot i didn't necessarily find what i wanted to find but i was like it's already whatever it was like 5:20 the sun, sunset was like almost right at 7 and I was like, okay, I need to just get up in a tree. Yeah. And so I did. But in reality, I hadn't found what I wanted to find. And guess what? I didn't see anything all night. <laughs> like, um, you know, and so it's, I get frustrated. I know personally with stuff like that, where I kind of compromise, um, cause I feel like I need to be in a tree and you know hang my stand and sit and observe and whatever but at the same time it's like i don't have those puzzle pieces that i've been looking for that i know i need to have to yeah. sit that spot um and so i th i know that i'm at least frustrated with myself for for making that decision and not just to continue pushing i mean like I know for me, I've got my 0.5 on my back with two sticks and my camera and my camera arm. Like it's not that heavy. I can freaking walk and yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not cumbersome to carry no, that think... and keep walking around the woods until I do find what looks right. Yeah. You just got to explore, man. I don't know that yeah. I'm in the same boat, dude. I mean, I'm, I told you earlier today, it's like, I think I'm just kind of gonna take a step back from hunting the private and just start like looking and 
even though I haven't had what I wanted on camera on public, I know in my gut that these areas are prime spots for right around now. And I think I just need to throw some sits in there and like see what I see. And it's, that's, that's kind of going to be my approach until something pops up that I'm interested in. So, I mean, you know, why not, man? Like what I'm doing isn't working out, so I need to adjust. And that's what all this is all about. I mean, if you're not seeing what you need to see, then you can't kill a deer that isn't there. I I mean, I, I am a firm believer in that. And this is a, it's a hard it's a hard time for me. I know like some of you guys out there might laugh at it, but like I've always had a buck, at least one good buck to go after. And it's just kind of like kind of different not having a, a specific target this year. Um, you know, he was already killed, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought going into this year that I was going to have a target, um, that I was going to pursue, you know, for this, at least the first part of the season and everything. And I ended up not finding them. And then, you know, uh, sorry, I'm trying to dance around what I want to say about where (laughs) the information that I'm going to put out there. But, uh, I mean, there's been several bucks killed off of the property that I am like looking at hunting and, like you told me earlier, like there's only a certain amount of deer that are going to be in the area to begin with. And I need to start looking somewhere else to find what I'm looking for. And right. I feel like a lot of times I know what the answer is in my head, but I decide to do something else because I don't know why (laughs) it's like, I don't know whether it's because I've yeah, it's a difficult like game to play but when you especially like i know for me like i saw i've got however many videos of that one particular buck from like last year that i want to go after him and so i want to go sit that place i want to go scout and look for him and see if he's still there and like all this different stuff. And when in reality, I've got all these other spots that are good that I could go hang cameras or I could actually, I just remembered I've got two cameras out. Another one that I've got. Oh, okay. But, um, which is in a good spot, but like in my, in the back of my head, that's the spot that I'm thinking about that. Like, that's where I need to get to. But it's a little over a mile back on public. Like it's not easy to get to. And you know, those thoughts creep into your head at the end of the day. Um, that like, ah, well it's, it's hard. It's difficult. Like maybe we're not going to do that today. Maybe, you know, we'll go sit this field edge instead of busting through the thick stuff to get to, you know, the creek bottom that I need to get to or to get to this certain spot where the camera is where I know that you know these deer are coming through and stuff like that like um just the the mental aspect of like we're it's October 20th like we talked about and right. we're getting into to the depths of the season where maybe some people have you know spent the last a month and a half hunting, especially, you know, for us in Kentucky, like, right. 
I know for me, I've only sat twice. Like it's not, I'm not burnt out by any means, but right. when I've got, when I'm working on limited time, it's like I've to get a mile back. Like these kinds of things take a certain amount of time. So it's like, okay, well maybe I'm going to go sit, you know, instead of going there, I'm going to go to this place. That's like a half mile back. And that way I can get out of the woods faster. I can do this and that. And guess what? I'm not, I didn't see any deer. Like I compromised and I failed basically. And like, that's unfortunately the way. Well, then we just get back to, right. We'll get back to our points. Like, you know, fail till you succeed, man. Like that didn't work out. So what are you going to do now? You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's just a constant, and I feel like I feel the same way. It's like I've I've done more work than I ever have this year to try and kill something decent, and it's just like I think that's part of like hunting. I mean, like it's what it's what makes it so rewarding when you actually do have it come together. Like, I mean, and and for me, like I had a great sit the other evening. Like I saw a good buck. He wasn't quite what I wanted to kill, but I mean, I totally could have taken that deer. And to me, like, that's a success. And I think sometimes I fall short of that. Like, I, I, you know, I look at things because I'm, like, way harder on myself probably than I need to be. And sometimes I think I just fall short of, like, I'm hunting and this is supposed to be fun. You know what I mean? It's like, and I'm super lucky and super blessed to even be able to be out there, you know, and, and have a place that I have, like I have to hunt and, you know, everything else, man. Like we are super blessed to, you know, Hey, our health is good. I mean, you know, and we like, we bitch about so much shit like with, you know, Oh, well this deer's not cooperating or this isn't happening. It's like, and I think sometimes it like feels like it's such a big thing. And really, realistically, it's like, like dude. And, and that's what some of my, my buddies like have told me are like, dude, like you get it, you get it done like every year. Like, what are you worrying about? Like, just keep doing what you're doing and, you know, quit bitching. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy that's just always bitching, you know? I think, but it's just tough. It's deflating, you know? Yeah, it definitely is. And it's hard to continue doing what you're doing and like want to get out in the woods when you're, when you're experiencing those sort of things. And I think like, so I just watched, um, that seek one video, the latest one with, uh, where Roy was in Nebraska or North Dakota. And, um, okay. You know, the caliber of deer that that guy's killed, right? He killed a a hundred. He called it a 115 inch velvet eight point. Like, and the amount of excitement that that dude got, like, because it was his first buck in that state and they had experienced some stuff like some hardships before that. Um, yeah. And like went to this whole new piece and found success. And like, it was just to see that excitement from him out. Like you wouldn't think that that would happen. Right. When he kills like a buck, that's a lot smaller than a lot of the deer that he's killed. Like, it got me excited because it's like, that's what it's about. Like just the experience he was hanging out with, um, 
the two other guys that, you know, he was hunting with, like they could all see each other in the trees that they were in. Like it was just, it was, and everybody was just holding fire when it actually went together. Yep. And so, you know, it's, it's about the experience and not necessarily the outcome. Right. And I, I I just thought that was super cool. I can't agree more. I mean, last year I freaked out, man. I had, and it was so, it's so cool when, you know, yourself filming to be able to relive like these experiences. Cause I honestly just went into full flip out mode when I was able to shoot a good buck and watch him go down. And there was just no stress about like, is the deer dead? Like, no, I made a perfect shot. I'm 99% sure that he died right there. Like where I saw him like spin around you know what I mean? I was like, he's done. And that feeling like that adrenaline dude like that's why we all do it and it's like we go through hell for (laughs) sometimes two months and then just for that like 30 seconds every i mean for those two minutes everything can change so that's why i I just i've kind of like been trying to tell you it's like dude just just keep moving just keep like whether it's knocking on a door or you know just walking deeper in public to see what's up i mean it's a grind. Like it, it literally is a grind. I mean, you hear a lot of people say that and it's kind of cliche, but it, that's, that's what makes it so, so worth it, man. When, you know, you're chasing something for so long and then it comes together. It's like, I don't think there's any other better feeling than that. And, and, and it, honestly, I'm having fun. I've had a couple of my buddies I've helped, you know, like get on deer and kind of like get out of their funks and, I told I told you earlier, I was like, I feel like I can tell somebody else like better advice that I should be telling myself, but somehow it just doesn't come out. Like like you had you were saying earlier, it's like, oh well, you know. It's it's just I don't know why, but we can tell other people what to do and then you're like, Well, why can't I that's what I need to be doing? So it's like sometimes it's just great to talk to some of your buddies and just BS and you know you can come up with a solution to your problem just by talking to somebody every once in a while I think I honestly think that that's part of like what makes this podcast so awesome for the two of us is just talking through all of these topics and kind of getting out of our own head and being able to listen to ourselves and take our own advice basically yeah (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, like, get yeah. your head out of your ass and do this or that. And it's like, I don't know. We're both like, we're both tough on each other to some extent. But it's like, I don't know, man. That's how I want. I want my buddies to just be brutally honest with me. Like, if I'm if I'm being a bitch and I'm whining, like, I want to just tell me, like, shut up. You know. Yep. It's like, hey, man. I and like I said, I'm super lucky. I mean, I. I I work for myself, so I'm able to hunt more than, you know, a lot of people out there. And it's like, I've said to myself, I was like, man, like, it's just awesome to, to be able to go do what I'm able to do right now. You know, I, I'm enjoy it. And I think sometimes I fall short of that because I'm just like, Hey, well, how come I'm not killing a buck? It's like, whatever, man, it's not my time apparently. Yeah. And I, (laughs) I mean, to go along with what we were talking about earlier, like I have what two cameras out that I haven't checked since I think one of them since late August and the other one since mid September. Um, and that was my plan for this year was to not have 
not be constantly checking cameras and try and scout more and um, do more of like real time Intel type of hunting. But then I'm like super frustrated with myself because I don't have a good deer on camera or any deer on camera. And I'm just like, well, (laughs) like I can't be mad at myself because I, you know, I chose, I chose this life. Right. It's like, yeah. (laughs) And I mean, honestly, man, like we all go through ebbs and flows in life and like, I just, you're, you're really busy right now. And we all go through that stuff. I mean, like I've had parts of my hunting career where it's like, dude, I'm so busy with work. Like all I have is maybe one day a week and like a weekend. And in Maryland, you weren't allowed to hunt on Sundays. Like, unless you had like just a certain County, um, they'll allow, they'll allow Sunday hunting on private land, but public land, forget about it. So that's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I know. Can you imagine that? Like you're a hardworking blue collar guy can't even hunt on Sunday on public land. Like how messed up is that? I, I just can't believe that crap. Yeah. That's I mean, why for, I moved for me. <laughs> for Screw me, Maryland like, and their, and their bureaucratic shit. Right. No, I mean, yeah, that would for me like hurt really bad because right now, at least my schedule is Monday to Friday. And so if I'm going to get out, it's going to be like a Saturday morning, Sunday evening, like whatever I can make work. And yeah, so yeah, if you take one of those weekend days away, like, yeah, that hurts. And I mean, I know, especially for me, I liked my other schedule because it allowed me to get out on public during the week instead of on the weekend when most other people yeah. are out. Um, cause we don't have those weird rules in Kentucky. Most <laughs> we can hunt on Sundays, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is nice. Um, I mean, yeah, like it is, it is difficult right now. Um, with the whole like time management thing, um, I'm trying to implement the stuff that we talked about, but at the same time, like there's only so much that you can do. Uh, yeah, man. So as your, I mean, your life schedule, I mean, at the end of the day, we're not making money doing this. So, yeah. I mean, something's got to give, right? Yeah. And like for me, especially, uh, you know, it's, it's my first like hunting season with a kid. And so, I mean, yeah, just, just like everything too, is, it's like, it, you're, you're just f- trying to figure things out. And so yeah. I think that being mobile and like, um, you know, doing the run and gun style is beneficial in that aspect because it allows me to like, you know, keep my stand in my car and be able to just go to the woods when I can and figure right. and figure it out. Um, instead of like banking on, I can only, you know, I have this preset stand that I can only sit during these certain winds and, you know, um, I ran out of corn and, you know, all this other stuff, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, I can, I can go out and I can play the wind and I can sit in the spots that I need to sit in and get up in trees that I need to get in and, you know um, make the right moves instead of having to stay out of the woods unless the conditions are right. I think it makes a pretty big difference. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent, man. I mean, I think with, 
you know, the way that we hunt, that's where, like, especially the phase that we're getting into of the year, like with the rut coming, like being mobile is everything. Cause if you can see stuff go down and you can adjust, like everything can change in a, in a few minutes. I mean, it's, it's the most accurate saying that there is for hunting. Cause especially in November, like stuff can change in a heartbeat and it's kind of a, it's kind of a pain in the butt. And it's kind of a cool time of the year too, because if you're, I know you and I both really enjoy like targeting a deer and figuring them out. But you know, when you're having a year, like we're both kind of having, it's like sometimes that rut can be a saving grace and just sticking to like what we like to do is in scout and set up on fresh sign. That's how you kill a deer right now. So, I mean, and, and honestly, like, when I was hunting the other day, I thoroughly enjoy like my setting up my stuff. Like as as much as weird as that sounds, like I really enjoy like scouting and setting up in a new area. Like it's just it makes it so much more fun to me than just hunting the same spots all the time. No, I 100% agree and my it's funny because so the quote on uh my website for my photography website is a quote from Jordan Peterson and it is to journey happily is better than to arrive successfully. And I think that that kind of plays into everything that we've like been talking about because I absolutely agree that like, going out and putting like hanging my stand and that kind of stuff is like it's the process right and if you don't enjoy the process then what's the point like if you're just looking for the outcome if that's all that the the goal is is whether it's like killing a big buck or like you know anything else in life whether it's making money or you know whatever like if you're not enjoying that process, if it's, you know, killing you and you're not like <laughs> having fun, then why are you doing it? Yeah. Just take up golf. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Find, find something that, that's easy. Yeah. Find something that makes you happy. That, I, I mean, I feel like that's the biggest thing in life, man. Do what makes you happy. Even though we're both in abusive relationships with whitetail deer right now, um, <laughs> wholeheartedly, pretty agree. accurate. Yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah, um, you know, it, it. That's what I was saying. But you I, know, when it's, it all it's comes hard to together, be abusive we'll be when like, you're never around. <laughs> oh man, come on. So who's abusing who here? Yes, exactly. Oh man, that's rough. Well, dude, I know we had talked about touching on. Um, we we really just went down kind of like just a total BS session there, but um, we wanted to get into like the transition of, you know, going from your early season gear and into like the fall gear and late season. Cause yeah. right now, I mean, we have that mix of like, it was 30 the other day and now it's going to be 80 this weekend. So it's kind of hard to like, if you have just a duffel bag or something or your hunting gear that you keep in there, gets kind of like overwhelming. So for me, my strategy with that is I have two bins. I have one that's winter and I have one that's like early season 
<clears throat> early season into like October time period, like now where I'll have a hoodie and a vest and like a base layer and that kind of stuff. But what's your go-to? I mean, what do you, I know you from going out in Colorado, you've probably got a good variety for like colder temps, right? Yeah. Um, I've got a decent amount of gear and to be honest, um, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. Like my, my stuff is just kind of all over the place right now. It's just like trying to figure out what I want to bring and like all that kind of stuff. But I actually, um, like I've got a good amount of cold weather stuff, but like the, the puffy that I've got and everything I tried to, I've tried to wear it for whitetail and it's too Hang loud. On. You've got a puffy, a puffy. Yeah. A puffy Explain jacket. What a puffy is. Yeah. Um, it's a jacket. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just, uh, out. I don't know. You just sound like one of them furry people. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, it, that's what I guess Western hunters refer to as like a, down or a synthetic down like jacket well now so, i like, sound like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I mean that's just um you know the common lingo i guess for western hunters you'll understand once you go to idaho um okay yeah but you call me a southerner exactly <laughs> uh, no they call you flatlanders is what they call you yeah <laughs> yeah but um so a, a puffy is just like a basically like a down jacket um right like the thick down jackets with like the hoodie and all that kind of stuff yeah where you basically look like the michelin man that kind of shit okay yeah Um, i know what you're talking about yeah makes sense why they call them but i know the one that i have at least um it's very loud most of them are very loud just because of the the external shell that's on them um, which doesn't really matter, you know, when you're in the mountains, um, and using it for like when you're glassing and like all that kind of stuff where you're not really close to animals and trying to, you know, make a stalk or any, be in a tree stand or anything like that. So it's pretty like, it keeps me really warm, but it's very ineffective for whitetail hunting. So that stays in, you know, the bin. Um, I actually just got the stealth wool jacket from origin that I'm pretty excited about. Um, and that's going to probably be my main outer layer, um, for this season. Like it's, it's pretty legit. It's not quite what I expected as far as like how it feels, um, and looks, but I really like it. Like, I I don't know why it's, it's just not like a, I was trying to explain this earlier um, because I got a couple questions on it, but it's, it's just different. Like the material, the way that it feels like it, it doesn't feel like a traditional jacket as far as like, it's not really soft. I mean, it it feels like wool and that, because that's exactly what it is. It's a hundred percent wool. It's got some, I think they call it nylock. Um, on the elbows so and, like a, and across the like back. So it got like a windbreaker or anything like that? Or is it like Kadura or it's um, just pure wool? Like the whole I think thing? it's just wool. Um, what is it really like rated for? Like uh, temperature wise? I mean, what would you run that in? 
I'm going to have to test it to figure that out. I don't know if they, yeah. if, if they've even got put anything on it. Um, just because it's so, okay. it's so new that like, like the inside and stuff is really soft. Um, but like the outside's kind of rough. Um, cause it's just, I mean, it's wool. Like, yeah, I don't know if many people have dealt with like, <coughs> excuse me, like actual wool. <coughs> Sorry. But like, Sorry, I'm losing my voice. <laughs> really, I mean, th- that's the one thing for me this year. I really wanted to get into uh I wanted a merino like a merino wool base layer and then I saw how expensive they are and I was like, "Wow. <clears throat> Apparently, that's some really good stuff." So, I went ahead and got uh a nice I, I forget what the uh the terminology is for it but it's basically just like a base layer that's a little bit a uh, little bit tighter it's not like under armor or anything special i got it at sam's club it's real cheap but i feel like if i run that and then i've got a nice uh you know like a thicker like fleece pants that and that's usually what i used to run was just like that over it was a little bit tighter then i'd run like a normal pair of pants or um like insulated pants if i'm hunting like really cold like let's say it's like a high of 35 and like a low of 20 or something then i'll throw on my outer layer of like a thicker i got like some thicker like fleece pants i like having fleece uh it sucks for if you're walking through like grasses and stuff like that but it's so much more quiet for when you're bow hunting in that late season Mm -hmm. there like when you really need to watch your noise when it's real quiet um that's kind of my my go-to. I'm kind of a a cheaper uh, gear guy when it comes to to um, clothing. I don't know. I'm partnered with uh, Ultimate Camo. They're, they've been. I've always supported them. I, I love their camo design. If you guys watch any of our like Instagram reels, or you know, you'll see. You'll usually see me in like Ultimate Camo. It looks like tree bark, and. I really, I really like the company. They're a local company from where I grew up at, and I really like the guy Paul. Uh, shout out to Paul for Ultimate Camo and Easy Outdoors. They're, they're a great company. He's a great dude. Uh, if you guys ever need anything, he also does a lot of mobile uh, products, also. So, but not to get off topic, but <laughs> you know, no worries. That's that's pretty mm. much it for me. I'm not really. Um, a big spender on like sick of camo and that kind of stuff. I, I mean, but I'm not the guy out there just throwing on flannels to, to try and look like Cody or anything <laughs> like that. I, I, I do wear camo. I like, I like my camo. So, um, and I think as a, as a saddle hunter, it really helps me look like a tree, but I think so for me, I really like this the new origin pattern um it's more of like that tiger stripe camo um yeah it looks great yeah i think i think that it looks um pretty awesome and i'll be interested to see uh i it's always hard like because you can't see yourself up there right so unless you like set a camera up and get up in a tree 
Like, you don't know what you look like up there. So Right. It doesn't really matter if you're not moving around much, personally, right? Don't you agree? As long as you've got, like, uh, some sort of breakup, yeah, I think, like, yeah, as long as you're still and not, you know, jumping around in your sand, like, you'll be okay. Yeah, like swinging around in the saddle and stuff. <laughs> right, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it's, I don't think it's that important, but it's also not like something to just completely to, disregard. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I think, in my opinion, your camo should be designed to keep you in the woods. That's really, <clears throat> when you get into this colder like this, these colder times get stuff that's going to keep you in the woods. My number one thing that I have spent money on is socks. And I have some Merino wool socks. And I think last year for Christmas, I asked for some nice socks and they're like partly like alpaca or something in there. And dude, those things are legit. I think they're, I think I got them uh, from somewhere. It was like a, a, an outfitter for like Alaskan guides or something like that. I just can't think of what the name of these socks are. I mean, it's not like I market for my <laughs> socks or anything, but those, that kind of stuff is what you need to invest in. Cause when your feet get cold and your hands get cold, it's, it doesn't make it very enjoyable. I mean, for me personally. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's one thing to like, you know, get name brand camo and care about all that stuff. But at the end of the day, what it's really about is how comfortable you are and what actually keeps you in the woods. Cause right. I know for myself, um, like last year I got some of the Numa, um, heated base layers and that definitely helped through some of the colder temperatures. Cause I don't have any pants that are like, rated for cold weather whatsoever so i usually just layer up um with like a merino wool base layer and then whatever else that i need um and that kind of stuff the stuff that like when you feel comfortable saying like okay it's a high of 32 today i can still go get in a tree and sit for a couple hours like there's a difference in being confident in making that decision and being like, that's kind of cold. Like, I don't know if I really want to go out versus. Yeah. I can give you a prescription for some testicles. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So, I mean, that's kind of, to be honest, what I did at least last year. Um, I didn't wear a whole lot of, clothes i just went out and suffered through whatever you know i had to do and there's like obviously the the stuff that we've talked about with the mental aspect of things like you do what needs to be done to get shit done um but at the end of the day like was i ever actually like comfortable and i probably wasn't sitting as still as i should have been because you know we all know when we get cold we tend to fidget and move around and stand up sit down like (laughs) yeah all that kind of stuff yeah man it's definitely i think 
being warm is something that's really important. You know where else I went cheap? I went on Amazon and I got a heated vest, which is of that is a game changer for when it's super super cold. Wait, Keeping you, your core. Did you just say game changer? <laughs> I did. Shout out to <laughs> Seth Porter on that one. <laughs> so our buddy uh, Seth, he was he was uh, made a, a post today about if somebody says game changer one more time, <laughs> I swear. So I, I can appreciate. <laughs> so that. everybody. Everybody jumped in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, we'll, we'll say Game Changer another couple times this episode, Seth. I hope you're listening. Um, yeah, man, but it really is. I, in my opinion, that is something that, that is pretty nice to have. And, and it, I don't even run it all the time. I'll just crank that thing up to high, and it'll completely take the chill off of me when it's super cold. So then it's just, if my hands get cold, I can just, like, sit there and warm them up a little bit easier and it just it makes life better in my opinion it's it's worth the i have just a small little battery pack and it's worth the weight to take it with me absolutely like and it's a little bit you don't have to be so bulky neither with everything forty dollars on amazon and then a you know auxiliary battery pack i want to say is probably like 20 bucks you know yeah that's and that's very similar to the pair of minor pants um that i got because like i said like i have a lot of good um like i guess upper body layers my core usually stays pretty warm um and then obviously like you can do whatever you want with your hands whether it's put them in your pockets or whatever um i usually wear fingerless gloves so I need to keep them in my pockets. But, like, when I've got those heated pants on, like, I can stick my hands in my pockets and of my pants and, like, you know, put it against those wires that are in that uh, base layer and keep them warm. So right. I think it's it's kind of whatever your personal preference is and, and whatever works for you. Um, but, like, it, it definitely makes a difference when those days start to get – down there at freezing and below freezing like having something that especially when you're mobile hunting and you're sitting on these metal stands and all this stuff like yeah it gets it gets chilly that's for sure um and just being able to take that edge off so that you can sit for whether you know it's another 30 minutes another hour whatever like you and i were just talking about like you know, somebody that maybe missed a deer because they didn't stay in the stand for an extra 10 minutes. Like, yeah, it can make a difference. And especially right, right now and moving forward in the season, you're, you're looking at like those deer can run past you and come out of nowhere at any point. Like, yeah. Last year, the time of the stand matters. It caught me off guard. I mean, I was literally like sitting there looking because I I could see the whole field and I'm just like looking at my phone, like anticipating and like trying to check the wind and see like, okay, well, is it going to be a good win for tomorrow? And then next thing you know, he shows up out of nowhere and I'm like, well, there he is. You know, actually, uh, one of the the doe that he was with, I I thought about shooting the doe because I was just so down in my dumps, like with this season at that point i was like if this does by herself she's getting smoked and i mean no sooner did i like think about that and she turned around and looked behind her and i was like oh well hello there 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool story. Not to go down that uh, that whole story of that buck, but if you want to see it, things can happen check so the fast. Running Gun Podcast YouTube channel, right? Thank you. <laughs> and hopefully uh here soon uh it should be airing on the whitetail addiction so you guys check it out there um i mean is there anything else you want to touch on like clothing wise i mean um i don't think so i mean it's a, uh yeah there was actually so when it comes to layering um and being mobile like it's very important to not wear all your clothes into the woods like yes. when you get out of the car, it's going to be cold. You're going to want to put all your clothes on and be warm and nice and toasty until you get a hundred yards in and then you're sweating and yes. you're going to want to shed 100%. layers or you're going to suffer through it and, you know, get to your tree and sweat and then you're going to get up the tree and then you're going to sit down and you're going to be sweaty and then you're going to get freezing. So, and that's where having good, good base layers is going to come in handy too. If you are, cause <clears throat> I mean, you are going to sweat. Like I don't care how cold it is, it, unless you're walking like 50 yards to your, you know, to your stand and you can be nice and calm. Um, I mean, all of us, you know, with the gear that we got, it's just a matter of getting up and, you know, without sweating too much really. I, and I've, I've learned, I've picked this up. I forget who i picked it up from but they said whenever they get close to like where they're going to be at like within the last 50 to 100 yards they'll sit there and just let their like let their heart rate calm down get like get a visual of what you're going to do walking into the tree or the area like where you're going to be at so you're not quite as uh you know excited you know your adrenaline's you if you have a long walk you know what i mean like you're ready to get up in your tree. And th- at that point, it's like when you can let your heart rate come down a little bit, you're not going to sweat quite as bad. And then I think, I think I make better decisions too. Honestly, when you're like your heart beats up and stuff, you're just like, all right, I need to get in the tree. I need to get in the tree. I'm running behind this or that, but it's like, it's also good to take your time on that last 50 yards, getting to your actual tree because you never know what's close to it. Yeah, and I mean, for most of us, that's the point where we're picking a tree, right? Like that, those yeah, last like fifty exactly. yards, you're you're trying to make a decision on where you're gonna sit, and that could be, you know, a game changer. <laughs> right. The most, I think it's one of the most important choices that you're gonna make of your hunt at, yep. at that point in time, really. Right. Um. But yeah, man, solid, solid stuff. Um. The origin camo is pretty sweet. I, I definitely want to get a hold of some of that eventually. Um, I need to get something for my elk hunt in uh, December. I know that's because I've never, I've always been a whitetail hunter. I've never dressed for like traveling on my feet all day and staying warm because it's going to be like January 1st to the 5th that I'm going to have. So it's going to be cold as all get out around there i imagine right i don't i mean it could be but knowing kentucky you never know we're in kentucky i mean it, yeah. southeast kentucky like yeah it could it could honestly be in the 60s you, you honestly never know yeah uh, in january yeah but planning for yeah like cold weather is going to be the best and I, to be honest like 
the cl- the clothing that you have is probably sufficient. Um, yeah, it's yeah, I it's like boots. That, it's I was just well, it's boots and stuff tweaking. that really make make a difference. Um, yeah, like and I did invest in some boots this winter. I got some Kenetrex and I've okay. broken them in. I actually I love them for whitetail hunting, man. It's so nice having a solid boot that like for climbing or cable aiders and stuff like that. The water boots I got are terrible. I mean, I swear I feel like I could do it barefoot and it, it would probably feel the same. Um, they're great water boots, but they're terrible for climbing. It's like you feel everything on your sole of your, of your foot. But the Kenetrex are solid. Yeah. Um, I, I got a real good deal at the Harrisburg Outdoor Show. They were like 20 or 30% off, I think, which was pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, that's... And I mean... I wear I wear my same boots throughout the whole season. So I wear them elk hunting okay. and then I wear them whitetail hunting. They're they don't have any insulation. Um so I just change the socks that I wear and then um if I have to I'll throw socks over my boots um to help get that protection from the stand when it starts to get like really cold. Um, that's a solid tip. Where yeah. were you at with that? I feel like that's stealing it from uh, Byron and Whitetail Experience. I know but. it totally, but <laughs> it's not stealing it if we give Byron credit. Okay, all right. Yeah, Byr- Byron is a great dude. I'll give him credit for that. We definitely. I actually, at first, I kind of laughed at that, and then I, I tried it out, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, that actually is pretty." And sweet. then, especially when it starts to get like pretty cold, if you throw like a one of the hand warmers or like a toe warmer or whatever inside inside of Mm -hmm. that so it's basically sitting on top like in between the sock and your boot it makes a heck of a difference um yeah so i have a nice little hand warmer that i'll bring with me every once in a while like one of the tube style yeah and then i'll throw a hand warmer in that and that's that's what i usually do if i'm sitting for a long time when it's real cold as long as i can keep my fingers like decently warm you know stay off your cell phone guys your hands (laughs) won't get so cold Solid tip. That is, I mean, that is true. I, I, honest, to be a hundred percent honest, I was watching the uh, Phillies game on my phone while I was sitting in the stand. You are, <laughs> you are terrible. Dude. So my hands were getting pretty cold. Sports. <laughs> yeah, but um, terrible. I, I agree. A hand warmer or like a hand muff is something that I've looked at getting because most like jackets and stuff don't have kangaroo pockets so you can't yeah like, put your hands together and i feel like that creates so much more warmth or your hands stay so much warmer when you can actually put them together um yeah and so like and it's nice you can sling it around just like a waist pack too. right so you can put it out of your way when you're climbing and then just sling it right around you know whenever you're actually sitting in your stand and it's kind of nice and you can throw all your other stuff in there too i mean Maybe not everything, but you know what I'm saying. Your rangefinder. A lot of them have a zipper pocket right there, so it's kind of kind of convenient. Yeah, a little multi for what it for what it costs and yeah for what it costs, man. It's a, it's an awesome little thing to have, I think. But it's a good. With that being said, guys, I think uh, I think we're gonna close this one out. Appreciate you all tuning in, Logan. You got any final final thoughts? Yeah, uh, it's again october 20th like stay strong we're getting into the heat of the season um it's gonna get fun 
right now is is when it starts to really get going and the big bucks are starting to get on their feet and you start to see that action that we've all been waiting for so good luck and uh keep getting after it man i couldn't agree more all right guys we'll catch up with you next week appreciate y'all tuning in thanks again for tuning in today guys really appreciate y'all want to give a big thanks to our sponsor lone wolf custom gear for all their support if you haven't checked them out at lonewolfcustomgear.com got killer products for you to get into the mobile game and make your life a lot easier and hassle free we're going to end today's segment with a quote i'm not sure who actually said this one but i really like it uh for where we're at you know in the season and everything right now it says struggling isn't an option if you want to get better it's necessary I couldn't agree more with that. Honestly, um, it's kind of where I'm at. And, you know, I feel like sometimes the struggles are what make the season, you know, so special when it all comes together. We hope you guys are having a great season. Um, Keep after them. Uh, Like we said, the the best time is right around the corner. Hope you all are having fun and uh, look forward to catching up with you all next week.